Let us pray. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Don't play the fool. Lah. Or stop playing the fool. I don't know. Have we been scolded like that before? Or have we scolded someone with the same words? You don't want to admit it? Well, I have. Um, especially in my younger days. Um, what does it mean? It means don't fool around, stop being silly, or be serious. Okay, what if I told you that a farmer was eaten by his own pigs, the ones he was rearing? Your reaction could be, don't play the fool. Lah. How can this be? But it's true. October 2nd, 2012, BBC, no less, carried the report that Terry Garner, 70 years old, went out to feed his pigs and never came back. They found his dentures, pieces of his body, some clothing. They think he, just to show that I'm not bluffing you, huh? They think he had a heart attack, collapsed and died, or died, and while he was lying there. You know, pigs are omnivorous. You know what's omnivorous? Eat anything one. Ah. So they just ate him. So next time you eat a pork chop, we won't say revenge, but remember Tony Garda and get justice for him. But if I told you a man entered a cockroach and worm-eating competition so that he could win the prize python, and after he finished, he collapsed and died. He choked to death. You might say, don't play the fool. Lah. But again, that's the guy. And you may want to show the BBC report, November 2012, that corroborates my words. Edward Ark or Archbold, 32. Seems he consumed 60 grams of mealworms, 35 three-inch superworms, and a bucket of discoid cockroaches. Maybe he should have been told, don't play the fool. Cockroaches and worms can kill you. I don't know. Don't play the fool. Today we want to ask, in the Bible, what is foolishness? Who is the fool. But first, let's do some technicals. In the Old Testament, the word used for fool is nabal, meaning also wicked. That means, therefore, not only someone lacking wisdom or sense, but also someone who is morally deficient. In the New Testament, there are two words. There's moros, from which we get the English moron, meaning dull or sluggish. Also in the New Testament, Afron has a thing caught up with me. Oh, yes. Meaning mindless, without reason. So Afron literally means no mind. Afron. So next, <clears throat> before uh, we want to look at what could be called a minority report, as they say, uh, let's just look briefly at a good kind of foolishness according to the Bible. This is described by the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 1.25 what he calls the foolishness of God. 
what God does in the gospel to confound human wisdom and power. So 1 Corinthians 1.25 reads, For the foolishness, moros, of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. That's why Paul talks about being fools for Christ's sake. Now this is God's foolishness, but it is a minority report, like I said. So let's get get back to the main topic. Biblically speaking again, who is the fool? You might say, actually, that's a no-brainer. It's very easy. You turn to Psalm 14 verse 1. And of course it says, the fool, Nabal, says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. So, QED. Remember our Mathematics, I don't know. Uh, some of us my age, we had to do uh, proving things like congruent and similar triangles. And we said, QED, quite easily done. But actually, it's not quite easily done. It's Latin, quod erat demonstrandum, meaning that uh, which is what we had or it had to be proved, or as we said in school. So, uh, so it is proved. So what's so hard? That means, according to the Bible, the, the fool must be the atheist, the person who does not believe in God, right? You know that's a quick question. Um, <clears throat> the fool must be the one who says there is no God, who does not believe in God, so it is really so straightforward, but I think not. In biblical times and realms, we must understand there were probably no atheists in the modern sense of the word. People like uh, Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens and maybe even Stephen Hawking. That is, at that time there was no one who technically did not believe in or that any form of God or divine being exists or needs to exist even. So let's ask the question again. If it's not the atheist, who then is the fool who says in his heart, there is no God? Now, I believe Eugene Peterson, pastor, scholar, author, best known for the modern translation of the Bible called The Message, he may have the answer because he writes this. Psalm 14 energetically attacks the one kind of atheism that the world is most tolerant of and of which it has most to fear. The people who say in their hearts there is no God. This is a quiet, unobtrusive atheism that never calls attention to itself. These people do not say with their mouths there is no God. On the contrary, with their mouths they say what everyone else says about God. They recite the Apostles' Creed, the Lord's Prayer, along with the best of them. With their mouths, they articulate impressive arguments for God's existence. With their mouths, they denounce the godless. With their mouths, they demand public prayer and official religion. But in their hearts, they say there is no God. This atheism is never voiced and may not even be conscious but it is lived, lived with a vengeance. Having been a pastor for 34 years, I must agree. Oh, by the way, 1st August 
Pastor Folks and me celebrated 34 years as track pastors. Um, now we're going to try and see who's going to quit first. <laughs> but never mind, that's another story. <laughs> He's thinking I will go first. Uh, so I, I probably will. What is Peterson saying? Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you cannot be a fool as the Bible defines because biblically speaking, the fool is not the one who says there is no God, but the one who lives as if there is no God. Remember I say during my sermon, I try to give you one sentence to remember so that everything else you forget, you can remember this one, this is the sentence. The fool in the Bible is not the one who says there is a God or say with their mouth, but the one who lives in the heart there is no God. The fool is the one who actually says there is a God, but who lives there is no God. That's the Bible definition. Now you may wonder, is that really possible? That a Christian, after all, this seems to contradict what the Bible says. Let me give you uh, share with you a testimony by Ron Crandall. He used to be professor of evangelism at Asbury Theological Seminary, my alma mater, and recently Stanley's as well. Now, Ron Crandall shared this testimony in one of the seminary's newsletters, and I quote what he says. He says, I was sitting next to a gentleman some time ago on a flight. As the conversation developed, he discovered I taught evangelism. When he identified his denominational background and childhood church, I asked, bracket evangelistically, if he had been saved in the church. He informed me with delight that indeed he was saved and baptized at that church at the age of 12 and even sang for years in a traveling gospel quartet. Seemingly, he had no need for any evangelistic ministry. Crandall continues, as our conversation continued, however, he casually acknowledged that he had been through six divorces and had 14 children in seven states in the USA. He currently had a three-year-old daughter living with him and his seventh wife. I wondered and wondered if I thought he would try to get back to church for his little girl's sake. This is the male version of Elizabeth Taylor, in case you guys may not know. But can you believe that? Seven wives, and he thinks he should bring his daughter to church for her faith. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. This is what it means. This is what it actually means. Not what we say, but how we live. It's like Mickey Cohen, you may not know about him. In the middle, first half of the 20th century, there was this gangster, uh, Mafia, L.A., from L.A. Billy Graham tried to bring him to Christ. But as he struggled with faith, he was trying to strike a bargain. He wondered if he could be a Christian and not give up his day job. He reportedly said, you know, you've got a Christian football player, you got a Christian cowboy, you got a Christian politician, you got a Christian entertainer. Why can't you have a Christian gangster? <laughs> the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. 
Not, we, how, not what we say, but how we live. And the New Testament confirms this uh, view because if you look at the words of Jesus, firstly, Matthew 7, 26, Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them is like a foolish, moros man who built his house on the sand. And then in Luke chapter, six, uh, chapter 12, verses 16 to 21, Jesus tells a parable. And um, this is what he said. And Jesus told them a parable saying, the land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, so you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, affront. This night your soul is required of you. The things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. So we need to honestly ask ourselves as Christians, do we play the fool? Even if we believe in God, do we live as if he does not exist? The Bible tells us that the only way to safeguard against biblical foolishness is to obey God's word, to live in Christian discipleship and obedience to live according to God's wisdom. And we need to always remember where God's wisdom begins. Uh, in the Psalms and the Proverbs, we have the answer. Proverbs 1, 7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs 9, 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. So the antidote is to fear God and obey His Word. That's wisdom. So a quick recap. Who is the fool biblically? Not the one who says there is no God, but the one who lives there is no God. What's the antidote to Foolishness. I think you haven't caught up, but never mind. Fear God, obey His word. And so, keeping with the theme of loving God, if we love God, we will not play the fool. Today is Karim Sunday, as I said. Confirmation and reception into my bed. So those of you who have been Karimed, Please remember what we have said today because this is your vow to God in, in actual fact. This is what your vows mean. So, almost finished, right? don't worry. To end on a lighter note, just in case you're one of those uh, KCC, Kanchong Christians, huh? and always anxious, what if I become the fool and I don't know, I don't realize it? How can we tell if we are in danger of becoming the fool? One of my all-time favorite books, I only have about 20, 
is called Jacob the Baker by Noah Ben Shia. I know I won't get a very much answer. Anybody knows, read, seen? Okay, same. At least I'm introducing something to you. Huh? Um, it's about a fictional character. It's a book of fiction called Jacob. Occupation, baker. True vocation, wise rabbi. One, I'm going to read to you verbatim one of the chapters. It begins like this. When I shut my eyes, one of the boys snickered. I don't see anything. What you see is your ignorance, said Jacob, turning his head toward the child. And we, when we cannot find our ignorance, you can be sure we have lost our wisdom. The boy's sarcasm dissolved into innocence. I was making a joke, he said, and now I think you're laughing at me. Let me tell you a story, said Jacob, his voice calming. The boy, as the story began. Once there was a fool who set out for the king's palace. Along the way, the people pointed and jeered at the fool. Why should a man like you be going to see the king? They laughed. Well, I'm going to be the king's teacher, answered the fool with great assurance. But his conviction only brought even greater laughter from the people along the path. When the fool arrived at the palace, the king thought he would make short work and great jest of this man. So the king had the fool immediately brought to the royal court. Why do you dare to disturb the king, demanded his majesty. I come to be the royal teacher, said the fool in a very matter-of-fact manner. A queen, the king twisted with laughter. How can you, a fool, teach me? You see, said the fool, already you ask me questions. The court froze, silent. The king gathered himself and stared at his ridiculous opponent. You have offered me a clever response, but you have not answered my questions. Only a fool has all the answers, came the reply, balanced on a smile. But, but, the king was now sputtering. But what would others say if they knew the king had a fool for a teacher? Better to have a fool for a teacher than a fool for a king, said the fool. When the king heard this, the king, who was not a bad man, confessed, Now I do feel like a fool. No, said the man across from him. The fool said, It is only a fool who has never felt like one. It is only a fool who has never felt like one. What does this mean? Well, if we begin to even think that just because we are Christians, we have some kind of immunity against playing the fool, biblically, we are at the greatest risk. But if we are aware of our own vulnerability and try our best to guard against it, then we are less likely to play the fool. So, don't play the fool. Let us pray. Father, we ask that you will forgive our tendency to presumptuous sin. Forgive us when we mistakenly think that just because we believe there is a God, 
we are in no danger of playing the fool. Help us to realize what we say and what we do, there's a tremendous difference. Help us to live out our claims so that what we do in our hearts will be the same as what we say with our lips. Help us to guard from foolishness. Give us your fear so that we may become wise in your sight. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.